Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am horny with anticipation to <laughs> discuss this episode, Riverdale Season 3, Season Finale, Survive the Night. I, M- Molly, Molly, I waited to watch the season finale. It was very difficult for me. Uh-huh. It's very difficult for me. I didn't look at anything. I knew nothing. And I watched it after I watched the Game of Thrones finale. Oh, that's a good palate cleanser. It's a good palate cleanser. I did I did I watched Game of Thrones and then I watched Barry and then I watched Riverdale. It was a night of cinema movie magic. And um I know that you don't care about Game of Thrones. But I wasn't I wasn't overall pleased. I know many people weren't. Yes. And on Riverdale, though, I had to keep pausing it to just be like, now that's how you end a season. <laughs> oh, baby. I, I clapped. I stood up and clapped, I think, four different times. <laughs> I was so excited. It was so good. This show is ridiculous. You guys have listened to us come up with theories for months and we still weren't right. Well, hey now, I was not totally wrong, re Jason Blossom. Yes, you were very good at it also with the um organs and things like that. I feel like you were you were definitely on that path. We, and you were you were on you've called many you've called many a thing. You definitely were like scooching towards the organ harvesting with your cloning guesses, but you know, I was concerned that Jason Blossom corpse would be reanimated and I was not entirely wrong you weren't wrong <laughs> you weren't wrong <laughs> i love it i love it especially it's just like the true did you end up watching it with uh with gideon no so this is part of the problem is that like i ran out of time and i ended up watching it like on my phone alone which is not the best environment to watch better to like watch it with somebody else so you can talk through it so I'm just like sitting here processing everything that happened alone and really working going through like a very intense emotional roller coaster trying to decide how I feel about everything that happened in this episode because about 2,000 things happened and every three you know how we always complain about threads being introduced and then never followed up on every thread from every fucking second of all three seasons 
all reappeared in this episode. How fucking smart. How smart it was. And that's insane because I know that smart is not a word you usually use to describe Riverdale. But I will say this really knocked it out of the park because I didn't see it coming that Penelope Blossom was the mental Gargoyle King. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I didn't see that coming either. And what I loved about this episode for sure was that they laid out, the you know, sometimes Riverdale takes its time. It takes Sometimes it takes an entire episode. Sometimes it takes like four episodes uh, for something to, you know, be laid out clearly. Happen, yes. And for something to happen. <laughs> and in this episode, in the first 10 minutes, everything we need to know is set. Splayed. Like, in the first 10 minutes... The four, our four beloveds, the main characters, all get an invitation. Uh, and Betty, even though she's about to have brain surgery, a la like Mr. Burns slash Frankenstein, uh, she has a line drawn across her forehead. It's very interesting. That's also not even how you give a lobotomy. Like, I don't know what he was, was he just planning on like, I guess he was just going to take out her brain. That's, I mean, my only reference for this is the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror about Frankenstein, where they cut off just exactly like that, just the top, the entire top of the head yeah. so that they can take out the brain. And just like, whoop. But she is about to have her brain, ham- or her skull opened by Ever Never. Uh, and then, um, uh, but, but... <laughs> Yeah, so that's a whole... We could talk about how she got out of the farm. But in the first 10 minutes, they all end up at Penelope uh, Blossom's um, grand... Well, because it also opens with Tony after Tony escaped and she went... Which also... Tony, don't go to Thistle House. Tony, that's right. You don't run to Cheryl's house. You really think Cheryl's mother's But that's where she lives. I know, but like, go to anybody else's house that maybe could help. Yeah, that's true. Right. Tony goes to the least trustworthy person in Riverdale, who is Penelope Blossom, who I had t- totally been sleeping on this whole season. And Oh man, and she's been and she's been just behind the scenes with her marionette strings. Oh god, I love it. We thought she was just running her dominatrix brothel, but it turns out uh she is the behind the scenes person. So as Tony lays out all of this to her, she's like we need help. We need to go help Cheryl. And Penelope poisons her because that's what Penelope does. That's her thing. And then she summons all four kids. Somehow she gets. So she goes to. That's right. She goes to the farm, visits Edgar Evernever, with whom she seems to have kind of a special relationship because he just gives her Betty. Oh, yeah. They have. I mean, well, she bought her from Edgar Evernever, which is what. She did buy her. What? <laughs> I wonder how much Betty was worth. Was it like was it a sexual thing or was it like I I, I am I am intrigued by also, how she bought her. Where's Dagwood? Like not to get on a total side road. Well, she ended up giving the baby to uh, wait. Alice gave the baby because she wanted the baby to go back. With the other baby. What's the other baby's name? That was Juniper, though. She was like, yeah, she was like, go re... She, she later on in the episode, uh, Alice helps Juniper, the baby, escape uh, with yes. Cheryl. But it just in the beginning, yes. when she... What, it just in the first few minutes, we see Penelope go get Betty, Betty go spring Betty from Edgar Evernever, and I'm reminded, oh, yeah, Penelope has a special relationship with Edgar Evernever because she was also able to just go and get the other baby, the baby the boy, baby. Dagwood, call him Jason but meanwhile we did not see that baby in this whole episode and I'm a little concerned no, about that where baby where is the baby where's that baby 
where's that baby? Especially if she's in the process of like, you know, covering up a whole ring of murder game things that she's been working on, which also the nun is still alive from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. With man, the way she when all the kids came in at the dinner table when they were about to be revealed that obviously the Gargoyle King and the Black Hood are are in cahoots, which I still don't really understand. No. But I'm fine with that. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> so they come in, then also the nun, who everybody thought was dead, was not dead, and she had just a gun that she was holding out like she, as if she had T-Rex arms the entire time, where it's like, <laughs> Mama, that ain't how you hold a gun. I know I've only held a gun a couple of times in my life, but I'm pretty sure that's not how you effectively hold a gun. <laughs> but that was really funny, where she just had the one gun on all of them and made them dress up really fancy. I loved everything about it. I loved how they brought the four of them together, but also, like, TT was just left to her own devices, right, to just go off and do whatever she's going to do. After well, old creepy woman was like, Antoinette, you must wake up! <laughs> Which, man, do they just keep her in a cage? Do they keep that old woman in a cage? She. I was trying to figure out if it was the same old woman or if the original old woman must have died. I think it's the same old woman, but I, I couldn't I quite tell. I think it's the same old woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, Titi, Titi does not disappoint in this episode either, but... No. She kind of recedes we'll into, the, oh. into the background for a minute while all four kids have this dinner with Penelope Blossom she very helpfully just reveals all of all of her exposition in like two sentences she's like by the way this is the Black Hood here's the Gargoyle King the Gargoyle King isn't Jason it's a different person who could it be it's Chick with dyed red hair Chick Chick is back on the scene he's back on the scene I think I have a feeling we called that like we never saw that chick was murdered. Yeah, I think you called that. Anytime you don't see someone actually get murdered and see the corpse, that means they're not dead. Which we're going to get to that when it comes to the black hood because I feel like this is another fake. Out. Well, as you've you've said a couple episodes ago that in le- that that you know nobody ever really dies on Riverdale, and no. which is why it's sad that one of the main characters actually died in real life because that's the only way to oh. actually die on Riverdale is to actually die oh. because everybody else, if they're dead, they're not dead. They coming back. No. They coming back, except for, as we all know, Luke Perry will never come back, and that is terrible. And they still haven't done anything with that, but you know what? I get it. There's way too much happening right now. They're like, we'll just write that into the next season. We got the next season. Don't worry. I'm sure that we will get, you know, I think that everyone will get the, like, the send-off we all weirdly crave for Luke Perry. There is so much happening right now that I think also in the first 10 minutes we see Archie go up to his mother, Molly Ringwald, and say, uh, hey mom, Hiram Lodge, uh, because Hiram Lodge is is arrested, Veronica now owns uh, El Royale and she gave it to me and now I own it free and clear. And what was the mom's response but... Well, that's nice, Archie, but I'm more interested in what your romantic relationship is. Well, you guys is. are romantically... Jesus Christ. What? Your son owns a boxing gym now. Also, maybe you should have... It doesn't... You know? It doesn't make any sense. That's why I think... Which I can't even believe... I forgot about the fact that, like, in the beginning, they're like... 
signing the papers and feeling so good about themselves that they put daddy away and now they get all of the things, which obviously that's not how that works. And obviously you gave all of this information to the FBI, Ronnie. You think that that's just, you think that's just not, like nothing's bad is gonna happen? So they take Hermione Lodge away, they throw her in the jail. Now the question is the Lodge prison, is that, a men and women's prison. Mm. Is Hiram Lodge at his own prison? He's at his own prison because remember when he was doing the <laughs> the lifting the weights and then like all of the security dudes have Lodge written on there. So essentially he's in a large concrete mansion. He is not <laughs> in prison. And he's just like, yeah, <laughs> you'll watch what I'm going to do to you, Miha. <laughs> As he just like leans back down and was like, of course he's going to put them in the ground or whatever he's going to do. Yeah. What do you think he's going to do, though? Well, you know, this is why fucking Ronnie and Archie deserve each other because no one's ever been more naive than Ronnie, had a shorter memory than Ronnie, as I've been complaining about for years. She's just like, okay, daddy's gone. He can't bother me anymore. And then... Everything's fine. Appropriately, this is also the episode where, despite the fact that she has just been poisoned, uh, Ronnie and Archie decide to stop and have a DTR like a long drawn out DTR mm. in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. where they're like what are we exactly and then they end up getting back together but also can we just throw out a one more time poor poor Reggie she just <laughs> said she just said that she would get back together with him I feel like Reggie's gonna snap Next season, I think oh. Reggie's going to like. I, 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 he must. He has to. You think he's? How does be he not? Serial killer number four, Reggie. Maybe, or something. I feel like something's gonna happen because there's like none of these things got tied up with a bow. You know, Cheryl Blossom isn't dead, so <laughs> there's only. I mean, not Cheryl Blossom. Penelope Blossom isn't dead, so it's like this stuff isn't just gonna all of a sudden be like. Bah, bah, bah. Well, did that. Gotta keep on going. I think that they're gonna draw this the fuck out, but I think that Reggie's gonna fucking flip, dude. Well, and speaking of tied up with a bow, I feel like we are meant to think that it is kind of tying up with the bow that the Black Hood Hal was working for Penelope the whole time and that she brought back Chick, dyed his hair red, started calling him Jason, and made him be the Gargoyle King all to carry out the further mission of the Black Hood's mission, which was to remind the city of Riverdale that they're all full of sinners, which Hal ostensibly did for his own reasons that he explained in season two, which I don't remember. Uh, And then... Penelope's reasons were that she was like made stolen from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy as a as an orphan and made to be a child bride for the Blossoms. Um, right. So they kind of try to wrap it all up, but I got I'm not sure if I'm satisfied to be honest. Why Chick? Why is his hair dyed red? And why is she calling him Jason? Just because she she's so overcome with grief for the loss of her child, she just made fake Jason, and she made him be her. You're right. I like the way you put it that she's the psychological gargoyle king and then Chick slash fake Jason is the real gargoyle king. But what's her connection to Jason? I mean, to Chick. Also, why would Chick go back to Riverdale? After everything that happened, why would he go back unless he's also being brainwashed? Because then when she got 
Dagwood, she also renamed him Jason. Yeah, right. The second, right? Right. So is she? Well, so I guess that's some consistency. She has every boy in her custody. She just names Jason. Now it's just Jason. Now they're all Jason, which, mama, you got to go to a therapist. I think that's really what needs to happen here. I think no one's talking about the mental health problems in Riverdale, but that's another another story for another stop. I think that um, she's just, I think it's maybe cartoonishly, to the point that she just can't even handle her grief. So she's doing these things. But then what is she going to do, which, what is she going to do when Cheryl Blossom, in- inevitably, everyone's going to find out that Cheryl Blossom is hanging out with Jason's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's going to happen? Oh my god When she Opened up the door Which is that And Jeff and I Both looked at each other We're like It's Jason's corpse And I knew Like it was great I feel like we I felt like we were A part of Riverdale I feel like Riverdale Was a part of us And um I loved that scene And in the end With It's okay JJ I'm here You know what Throwing it out there Cheryl Blossom Does a great creepy character she does. that was creepy that was totally creepy but what accounted for her change of heart from initially being scared of his corpse so probably what was happening was that they were using his slightly reanimated corpse and really only slightly uh to to when she was in her hypnosis with edgar right probably what was happening mm-hmm. was that this <laughs> corpse of jason blossom was the thing being suggested to her that she was talking to jason um yeah because he was just like sitting alone in a dark room in a wheelchair but at first she was scared of him like oh my god jason's corpse and then by the end of the episode she's like hello jj and i wasn't sure it, what had changed i don't know i have no idea and also i get i don't know anything about what dr Curdle jr does but like his lips were definitely sewed shut and that was very creepy it was a very they did such a great job in this episode of making it creepy as fuck we haven't even gone through all of the different quests that they had to go through yes. in the forest while they were on the run and they're all being watched by the gargoyles so essentially penelope blossom releases them into the woods they have to survive the night they must go through all the quests this episode was great yes that that was a good conceit that the the first 10 minutes we see it all how it all is comes together with Penelope and Hal and Chick and the Black Hood and the Gargoyle King and then she's like and now one final quest and so she sends the four kids out into the woods to play one to do one more round of uh Griffins and Gargoyles, which also she reintroduced to t- tactically because she was the one who introduced it 20 years ago or whatever at Ascension Night uh, with the original Breakfast Club crew. And then now she yeah. reintroduced it, I guess, to sow chaos in Riverdale, which she hates. And and so now she's like, you have to play one more round. Even though she's uh, she's she owns a brothel how against sinners can she be in this world of what sinning is i mean i don't see sex as sinning but uh, i think that like overall isn't that like a big thing that is a quote-unquote sin but is i think i guess i took that to be kind of part of her whole she wants to like debauch she's just like debauching riverdale because she's always seen it as so full of sin and so she's just like debauching it with gotcha. g debauching it with the brothel i assume okay um and and so yeah, so she sends the four kids out, and each 
uh, through the woods, each they keep finding cards. So there's one card that says the Red Paladin, in which Archie has a task of apparently now there's just monsters in Riverdale. Who was that thing? My favorite though, he's like, oh, well, I gotta, I gotta defeat another one. It was just like, which is very funny. It was just like, is he? Are we really gonna watch the bear fight now? But no, he didn't have to defeat a bear. He had to defeat. A man that was essentially looked like he was wearing a bear outfit made of bones. And they had was to Was it fight. a man or was it a monster? It looked like a kind of, like, like uh, there's like a specific Marvel character I can't think of. But I was like, what the fuck is going on with this? But again, I was watching on my phone, so maybe I just couldn't see very clearly. But he was just like, oh, that guy's 10 feet tall. But Ronnie, I've been fighting all year. I got this. I still have. I don't know why I can't shake it. The sneaking suspicion that the that it has something to do with the farm and reanimating people. I feel like this is go this is where Riverdale is going, which I know that we we will do this at the end of like what the fuck is gonna happen next season. I think that they might be reanimating people. Okay. Yeah. Go with me on this one. And that that was what is going to be the biggest problem in the town is things like that that, like, maybe this dude was, like, a piece-together creature monster that was fighting. Uh Because he definitely didn't seem like just a guy. He didn't, no. He seemed like something more. But, yeah, maybe he was a reanimated corpse as well. Interesting. Uh, And and so Archie defeats him by bashing him with a bone Bone. Because, you know, they had all of the environment bones out, like those (laughs) gargoyles do. Man, do they love... It's 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 like JoJo to Shiplap. Is gargoyles to bone decorations. You know what? I really admire their dedication to setting up an environment. And um, Penelope, by the way, has a whole army of of, of uh, gargoyles just at her disposal, which I guess is the gargoyle gang. Although they, these guys seemed, again, like actual borderline real gargoyles. Like, there's just squads of hundreds of people. Like, there's just so many unaccounted for people in Riverdale. Like, all that, yeah. of those... Lost Boys last week, all of these gargoyles this week. And so the reason why the four kids have to keep completing all the tasks is because they're like the gargoyles are everywhere watching them. So Archie completes his task. And then Veronica's task is to like play spin the bottle with the poison shall. Which chalices. also got to say, great to harken back to the flashback of them doing the kids version of spin the bottle when it just was kissing. And now it's down to Betty and Veronica of like, who's going to die by poison? Yes. Back when Riverdale was a slightly normal show about normal teen problems like playing spin the bottle with your friend's crush instead it is now a show about who's going to drink the poison and die first turns out they're all poison they're all poison which also good for you penelope making choices i loved that that was great i was like fuck yeah that's awesome it was she you know on the one hand i appreciate that the game the game thing the the game setup it's a great narrative device on the other hand i'm kind of tired of the rug pull being pulled out from under me where she's just like oh yes it's a game but i don't play by the rules i invent my own rules they're all poison slow dose poison you know it's just like what's the point of playing this damn game if the rules are changing all the time also the fact that like if you want these children to die which you essentially said at the beginning of this episode why would you have the antidote at the end 
You have no right. antidote. That's the thing. That's what makes it crazy. Is that like, oh, now they're actually going to die. And I think that's what's kind of fun. We're like, no, she likes the toy. She likes to toy with it. She does. She likes to be like, be, she says like, there's no way you'll make it through the night. And even if you do, you'll still die. Uh, but of course, she's never dealt with these four scrappy Riverdale kids because they survive everything and yes. not only survive everything, but are remarkably chill. Props to Betty and Veronica for being poisoned and just being like, all right, let's just all keep right, going. We gotta keep going. And they're still kissing in between. Like, that's good for them. Yeah, they're still kissing. Veronica and Archie have their DTR where they both tell each other that they love each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Jughead's task is also fighting somebody, which was stupid because Jughead, like, doesn't fight. He doesn't fight. He doesn't fight. That's not what he does, obviously. I mean, he's just such a he's such a skinny man. Yeah, Jughead's task should have been, like, playing chess with somebody or something because he's, like, a little... He he outthinks people. I feel like by um, that point they were just like, let's just keep it moving. We're already like <laughs> d- like tying up seventeen plot points. So we'll just okay. He fights him. Uh, he hits him. Okay, and then we keep going. Yeah, it was like in the script the writers just put like come back to Jughead's task yeah. and then just ran out of time. Ran out of time. They were like, all right, whatever. Good, 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 good. He fights somebody. But he surprisingly wins. He surprisingly wins. Did they kill that guy? Definitely. And did Archie kill the monster man? I mean, they both knocked him out and then they moved on, which if it was me and I was fighting for my life in the damn woods. I'd make sure they were dead. I'd make sure they were dead before I moved on. Mm hmm. And then we get to Betty's task. And then we get to Betty's task. Which also, I love that they all had their names, even though it's like, yeah, of course, Jughead is Hellcaster, and like we've got the Red Paladin. But I didn't realize Ronnie was called the Enchantress, but also dope name. I, I didn't realize that either. I was wondering if that was new or if I had missed that in the past, because Ronnie's never really played G&G. No, she's always, you know, she's got boxing things to do and daddy things to deal with. So yeah, she's, she's never had time running for the a game. business. I so then we get down to Betty's task. Yes, which is just a box with a gun in it. Man, <laughs> this teen. I just and then the Black Hood comes out, which of course twice in the episode that he reveals himself as if the audience doesn't know who he is. We know it's you, Hal. Keep yeah, the you don't even have to put off, the mask Hal. on. <laughs> you don't need it anymore. We get it. We know who you are. But what's so funny is that she, so he, she's got to kill her own father. It's exactly what she never wanted to have to do. And she shoots him in the hand for him to drop the gun, which, very smart. But also that means now the man has no hands, and that kind of sucks. So how is he going to be a serial killer? <laughs> That'll be kind of fun for next season, though, just like the no-handed serial killer. No-handed serial killer. He's going to stump him to death, which I'm down for. <laughs> Or he puts all, he could be a great sommelier, though. Maybe they could put, like, a wine cork, like, screw (laughs) thing in his other hand. And then he's just, get it? He's handy. (laughs) I'm the winner here. (laughs) Um, But also, so as we know, she shoots him. And then Penelope Blossom, with the antidote hanging from the tree, Penelope Blossom comes out and was like, oh, no, you didn't do it right, essentially, and then shoots Hal in the head in front of all four of them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There can be no no-handed serial killer next season because Hal got shot in the head by Penelope. Why, though? But that's the thing, though, Molly Neffel. Did we see it happen? No, yeah. we didn't. And I it's think... True. They would have at least, of course, it is still on the CW, and there's only so much you can show on the CW. 
but they would have shown the corpse. And I'm calling Nay. I'm I'm slapping a nay on it that he, or she like shot him in the chest and that he's not actually dead because they didn't show it and I know that Riverdale does this and I'm not playing I'm not falling for this trap. Plus, we might live in a world now where corpses can be reanimated. That's the thing, and wouldn't that <laughs> be great? I'm I'm calling zombies. I'm calling zombies. I'm calling on reanimated uh. creatures. I'm calling it now. Especially because I, I know that we haven't gotten here to this part of it yet, so we get through all of the things. I just, I really want to speak to, I found this article on Riverdale, because I didn't know, I, I ju- I'm just reading this right now. So they talk about in the end, of course, which I love, I got this fucking episode. They meet back up after all of this, and they're like, Next year, guys, senior year. Never gonna have another problem ever again. Yeah, I know that, like, Penelope Blossom just, like, skipped town, and we don't know where she went with all of her gargoyle people, but, like... Also, three of the four of them are missing their parents. Four of the four of them. Yeah, none of them have parents anymore. None of them have parents anymore. And they're all just like, let's have a great senior year. But, you know, at least Skeet, oh, we're just still there. You know, we still have our FP, and our daddy is still there. And, um, which, oh my God, we didn't even talk about, we didn't talk about the farm yet. All right, we'll get to, we'll circle back around to the farm. Because the thing is, is that then they have the flash forward to spring break next year. How good was that, Molly? How good was that? I, 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 I was, I was frustrated. I was frustrated with it. Because I was like, what the fuck? What? You're really going to do like a flash forward to the end of what is presumably next season and so we have to work backwards from that backwards it is it is they show betty and veronica and archie in their skivvies which yes please but covered in blood (laughs) so no please and they are burning their clothes and and betty looks at archie and was like you have to burn his beanie you have to burn jughead's beanie and jughead is not in the scene jughead's not there and Archie doesn't want to burn the beanie. Which furthers my thought that maybe Jughead dies and it becomes reanimated. Yeah, that's certainly what I'm afraid of. Jughead's going to die. I don't think that they can kill him off, though. So what if this becomes a world? Because apparently there is a comic called Afterlife with Archie <laughs> that has actually been written. That what if that's the direction they go in? Or that he's reanimated, but then, like, he ends up, like, through some sort of Riverdale magic becoming a person-person again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. You know they just I mean? find, if they find the antidote hanging from a tree, he can become a real person Who knows? Again. Who knows? I feel like, but if, if, but if, if there is someone that can create an antidote to literally anything, it seems, it is Penelope Blossom. And the fact that she is not dead, she's going to come back around. And, and that they're, the reason... The whole the whole night in the woods culminates with TT and the gang of the pretty poisons and the serpents together at last. They're working coming together. In I love it. I like love it. I love it. Now they're all gonna have a sex. rogue army of lost children coming in with their bows and arrows and ambushing all of the gargoyles. And that was a very satisfying scene. That was great. I really did. I did the cheer of they're working together. <laughs> and that made me so excited because we didn't even talk about. We haven't even, oh my God, we haven't talked about the fact that Alice Cooper is an FBI informant this entire oh time. And and that her brother, 
Uh, I mean, her son, Alice's brother. Uh, sorry, Alice's son, <laughs> Betty's brother, and Jughead's brother. And Jughead's brother. Awkward if you're boning somebody and you're you have a brother in common. Very awkward. And. An FBI agent comes to the door, says, hi, I'm an FBI agent. By the way, Alice Cooper was actually an informant. She was working with the farm to try to get us information. And also, I'm her son, Charles. Charles. And so we have, now we have Chick back, who is now Jason Blossom. And we have Charles in our lives now, who is the real son of Alice Cooper, who is also an FBI informant. Or he's an FBI agent. Alice Cooper was working with him to bust open the farm, which is great. And it makes complete sense. And it also makes sense of why she wouldn't tell that to Betty, because Betty would be flapping her yap all over the place. And Alice Cooper is amazing. So she's been working from the inside. That's true, although she did just abandon Betty to, like, literally be homeless and parentless for months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's got places to crash. <laughs> she's got things. And if she didn't fully invest, how was she going to become, like, a wife of Edgar? So this explains, in part, why she, when she met with, up with Betty and was like, I am at the farm because they helped me see my son, Charles. She was seeing her son, Charles, but it's because Charles wasn't dead. And to the extent that Cheryl was seeing Jason, it's because she was probably being hypnotized to see his reanimated corpse. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're and damn then, right, the other thing, <laughs> the other thing is that the farm, uh, amidst the panic of, um, you know, the word being spread about the organ harvesting, Edgar decides that it's time to ascend, which appears to be kind of a Heaven's Gate situation. Uh, but we don't know what happened. Did they all commit suicide? We walk, we, we go in at the end. We see Kevin has been left behind. Thank no. goodness. What? What do you mean? No, he's not gone in a I heap know, of cloth. He so the way everyone else got left behind. He, yes, but everyone else is either dead or they're just, they were all just piles of cloth. I don't think they're probably actually dead. I don't think it's like a real Jonestown situation, but no. uh, it certainly sounded like that. He was like, we got to ascend tonight and they all ascended. And so now Charles, who apparently has never been dead is an FBI agent. And he's like, we got to find them. So we're looking all over Riverdale. You think they stayed in Riverdale? Meanwhile, he said that this guy goes town to town. That's the thing. I'm very confused. Now, I, I want to just, like, have a hit a pause button here because I couldn't really remember. Of course, we now know that the season three of Riverdale is going to be slapped on Netflix at the end of this week. I'm going to watch the entire thing again. I think, didn't Chick and Charles know each other? When, yes. And, right, because he was, wasn't Charles a drug dealer? Yes, and Chick was a drug they were either both drug dealers or drug users or both drug users. They were both drug users. And yes. Chick said that he watched Charlie overdose and didn't save him. Right. And then he assumed his identity. So do we, number one, trust Charles? Do we like him? Do we trust him? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Because I don't know if we should. They keep saying that's impossible. But meanwhile, the only word they had 
There was some other way that they confirmed that Charles was dead, but I can't remember. But basically, the way that they found out Charles was dead was Chick's word. Obviously, Chick's not trustworthy. But the whole reason they wanted Chick to die in the first place was because he, like, allegedly let Charles die. So if he actually didn't let Charles die, then there was really no reason to send the Black Hood after Chick no. in the first place. No, just because he's... Just because a dude does drugs doesn't mean he should die. Be summarily executed by a serial killer. But then also, it's like, can you imagine in that scenario that, like, Hal runs after him. He's like, I'm going to kill this sinner. And then he catches him. And he's like, you know what? This kid would make a really good fake Jason Blossom. And then he just <laughs> delivered him to Penelope Blossom. Is that what happened? I guess that's what happened. I, that's what I was having a hard time with. Like, why Chick was like, yeah, sure, I'll, like, be fake Jason Blossom. No problem. I'm, I'm, I, so I'm definitely slapping a, I'm putting a, que a question mark on Charles because I don't think I trust him. And I think I'm sure that there's going to be a reason. But now the, so now to circle back around, where did they ascend to? I don't think that they're gone. I don't think this is like a, uh, you know, a left behind situation. What is that called? The gobbledygook from in the sky when they go, when they're on the, th when they get taken? Is it just, what is that called? In the Bible? Uh, <laughs> is that a Bible oh, thing? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, apocalypse. No. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Or, yeah. <gasps> Molly, what if this is the beginning of the the apocalypse in Riverdale and that's what the next season's going to be about? <laughs> it's gonna Next season's going to be a combination of Left Behind, Walking Dead, and Riverdale. I, I, I don't know because oh, they didn't yeah. set it up because at the end of last season, we were like, okay, well, something's going on with this kooky farm. So we had that, but we don't have that at the end of this. So I feel like they're about to just fucking springboard and do something ridiculous next season. I mean, there's nowhere to go, but, you know, either up or down, depending on how you want to look at it. But I think it's up. I think that's what it is. I think. And they left Kevin behind. And we don't know. I know they left Kevin behind to tell the story, but he didn't tell the story. But also Alice is with them somewhere. And did Penelope Blossom, the fact that she just upped and bumped out of town, is that a part of the quote unquote ascension? And they had moved all of the organs that they had harvested. Where did those organs go? Where do they send them? How do they protect themselves? Unless they literally just upped and every time they quote unquote ascend, they just move towns, which could also be that. It could be that. They could be using the organs to create themselves into kind of a race of like superhumans. Um, another big question I have is that both Betty, <laughs> not to keep harping on this, but both Betty and Veronica have zero parents right now. Yeah. And yeah. Archie has one, well, Archie and Jughead both have one parent, but like yeah. one parent is enough. Zero parents, not enough. No, it's not enough. And also, I mean, they have all those friends and social work, you know, when, when it harkens back to they like do the Ricky that. days. <laughs> so maybe they don't have to worry worker. about getting sent to an orphanage, I guess. Yeah, but what's going to happen to them? I, I don't know. They're going to have to become their own legal guardian or they're going to have to move in with their partners or something. But they're both. I just want to I just want the record to show that both of them have zero parents available to take care of them. Yes. And so I think that, I mean, we all know they're going to be fine unless, you know, the town gets reanimated and, you know, then they get to start fighting zombies. <laughs> And then also think about going to college. <laughs> I am just, I'm over the moon 
with what happened this season, I'm so brutally sad that it is over until you have another child and you know it's like it's just it's just I feel like a lot of things are going to change in the next couple of months and I'm sad that <laughs> Riverdale won't be there for us while this is happening I know we'll have Katie Keene I think Katie Keene's coming out soon and I know you know I've got my Chernobyl but it's not the same no no it's not the same there's really only one Riverdale I there this is I mean if the if if there's one thing and if you listen to Riverdale Roundup and you don't watch Riverdale I just want to say maybe just check out this last episode because it <laughs> was amazing. It was everything I wanted. And like I said, it's going to be on Netflix at the end of this week. So I'm just going to watch it all again, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, it's not a bad idea because if you do that, you can tell me whether what happens in terms of holding up, falling apart, all of that. I'm going to have to write, I'll write down our questions and I'll see what's going on with there. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to do a little snoops. I'm going to go back and see how well they really uh, weaved all of this together. How well they laid this groundwork for what was all woven together at the end. <laughs> ah, it's the greatest <laughs> show on television. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much again for joining us for the last episode of Riverdale of this season. We're going to be back in season four. I think that comes out in like September or so. And I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. And I hope you guys have a great summer, and I hope that you keep Riverdale alive in your hearts. Because it's still there. It's in <laughs> us now. Keep it alive like a reanimated corpse. It's. I bet it's reanimated. Oh, I bet it's reanimated corpses. I love you guys, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.